Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually with our guest scorekeeper, Lucas Hauser. How are you doing today, Lucas? I'm doing fantastic. Um, unfortunately, I'm not drinking tea right now, but I think room temperature water is pretty close. All right. Well, your pay will be docked um, for that. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Alrighty, let's meet this week's contestants. This is the second quarter final of our Trivia Over Tea Tournament of Champions. And first, we have Josh. Hi, I'm Joshua, and I'm really excited to be back on the show. Well, thank you for being here. We also have Camille. Hi, I'm Camille. Um, I'm coming to you from Radford, Virginia, and right now I'm drinking some cinnamon orange tea. Lovely. Well, thank you both for being here today. As with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Lucas will explain the rules for round one. Yep. Round one is our first general knowledge round, consisting of five multiple choice questions for each player. And correct answers are worth 10 points each here in round one. All righty, Josh, you are up first. Are you ready? I'm so excited. Let's go. All righty. Question one. Diabetes is a disease that affects which specific organ? A, the liver, B, the pancreas, or C, the gallbladder? I think that's B, the pancreas. That's correct. The pancreas is responsible for producing insulin, a hormone that allows your body to use the energy from the carbohydrates you eat, and diabetes impacts your pancreas's ability to properly produce insulin. Question two. What is the top-selling cracker brand in the United States? A, Wheat Thins, B, Goldfish, or C, Cheez-Its? Um, I'm going to guess Goldfish. I think that makes sense. It, it was actually Cheez-Its, believe it or not. Oh. Cheez-Its are the top-selling cracker in the United States, selling over $685 million uh, worth of sales in the year 2017. And Matthew Hauser, who wrote this question, adds parenthetically, I personally consumed about $2 million worth of Cheez-Its in that time, possibly skewing <laughs> the outcome. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, as soon as he sent me that question, I was like, dang, I haven't had cheese in so long. And I almost went out and bought some. <laughs> so good. Question three. The term Kanugasai refers to the many people and groups who smuggled in books after the Russian Empire banned all documents written in what Baltic language? A, Latvian, B, Livonian, or C, Lithuanian? Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, let's go with Latvian. It was actually Lithuanian. The book ban, which lasted from 1864 to 1904, was hilariously ineffective as more than 4 million illegal books made their way into Lithuania, with many local government and church officials supporting their distribution. Can I get away from these Mason questions? I'm not, not a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, ha I have to spread the pain out evenly, so <laughs> yours okay. are coming, Camille, don't worry. Uh, question four. Who was the first British monarch in the House of Hanover who was born in the United Kingdom and spoke English as a first language? A, King Edward VII, B, Queen Victoria, or C, King George III? Um, I'll say King George III. That's correct. Edward VII and uh, Queen Victoria were much, much later than George III. And finally, question five. 
What cabinet position did John Foster Dulles, the namesake of Dulles International Airport, hold? A. Secretary of State B. Secretary of Transportation or C. Secretary of Defense? I think that's A. Secretary of State. That's correct. He served from 1953 to 1959 under President Eisenhower. He was previously a senator from New York for four months in 1949. Alrighty, Camille, are you ready for your five questions? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. What city was the first capital of the United States following the ratification of the Constitution? A, New York, B, Philadelphia, or C, Boston? I think it was Boston. It was actually New York. New York served as the capital in 1789 and 1790, and that's where George Washington was inaugurated for his first term. Philadelphia was the seat of government until 1800 when it moved to Washington and has stayed there ever since. Boston was never the capital, interestingly enough. Question two. What international institution, a product of the Paris Peace Conference following the First World War, preceded the United Nations? A, the League of Nations, B, the World Congress, or C, the Council of Geneva? The League of Nations. That's correct. A creation of Woodrow Wilson outlined in his 14 points the League was an early attempt at international governments and governance and collective security. The League created institutions like the Health Organization of the League of Nations, which later became the World Health Organization we know today. The League was considered a failure and discarded after the Second World War, which it failed to prevent. The World Congress only exists in Sid Meier's Civilization V. I think that was a Matthew Hauser question as well. I couldn't tell. Question three. Which element is the poster child for organic chemistry? A, boron, B, carbon, or C, magnesium? That one's carbon. That's correct, yes. Question four. Westmount, Hampstead, and Cota St. Luke are cities that are completely surrounded by what large Canadian city situated on a namesake island? A, Montreal, B, Toronto, or C, Vancouver? I'm going to guess Vancouver. It was actually Montreal. Yeah, Montreal Island uh, is where the city is located. Yeah, the Côte Saint-Luc um, could have been a hint since it's the only French name. And finally, question five. Stephanie Lawrence, Francis Ruffel, and Hef Shankly were members of the original West End cast of what Andrew Lloyd Webber musical about trains performed entirely on roller skates? A, Woman in White, B, Starlight Express, or C, Love Never Dies? Starlight Express. That sounds like a train one. <laughs> uh, that's correct. Yes. All righty. That's the end of round one. So, Lucas, can you please give us a score update? It is all tied up. It's neck and neck here. We've got Josh and Camille head to head here, 30 points each. <laughs> question if you'll recall last week our question was what composer of scores for the little shop of horrors aladdin and the little mermaid among many many others was awarded a star on the hollywood walk of fame in 2010 and the answer to that is alan menken and he is one of only 16 people who have won an oscar an emmy a grammy and a tony award 
And special thanks to Emma Rushlow, who wrote in to give the correct answer. And so Emma will be receiving a sticker, a special Trivia Over Tea sticker. So remember to write in to give the correct answer so that you, too, might win a very, very special Trivia Over Tea sticker. So here is this week's question. Founded in 1864, what university located in Washington, D.C., was the first school for the advanced education of the deaf and hard of hearing. So, write in with your answer, and you may win a sticker. Alrighty, now it is time for round two. So, Lucas, can you please explain the rules? Yes, sir. Round two consists of five questions directed to each player on the same topic. Correct answers are now worth 20 points. If a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 10 points. Alrighty, Josh, for your topic, of course, this episode is coming out on November 17th, and in the week preceding November 17th, we have November 11th, the Armistice Day, and so you will get questions about the end of World War One. So, are you ready? I'm ready, let's go. Okay, question one. What park in downtown Los Angeles is named for the commander of the American army who fought in Europe? Um, I'm not a, I'm not a California person. So, um, Smith park. No, Camille, do you know? I'm going to pass on this one. Okay. This is Pershing square named for general John Pershing. Question two. After the disastrous 1915 Gallipoli campaign in Turkey, this, fu this future World War II English Prime Minister was demoted from being First Lord of the Admiralty to spending the, the first five months of 1916 as an army officer fighting in the famous trenches of the Western Front in Belgium. I note this one. I think this is Winston Churchill. That's correct. He was still a member of Parliament, so in May 1916, he left the front line and returned to Parliament. Question three, which formerly independent Eastern European country that had been divided and ruled by Germany and Russia since 1815 gained independence at the end of the war? This, this sounds to me like, a, like Poland. <laughs> That's correct. It was Poland. And question four, at the end of World War I, several large empires were dissolved, creating many new European countries, including this country, that hosted the 1984 Winter Olympics in the city of Sarajevo. Wait, are you asking about countries that were created or countries that were dissolved? Countries that were created. Oh, uh, yeah. Yugoslavia. That's correct. After the breakup of Yugoslavia, Sarajevo is now part of the country of Bosnia-Herzegovina. Bosnia Finally, question five. World War I ended on November 11th, 1918 and is now celebrated in the United States as Veterans Day. What was the original name of this holiday? I think, was it called Armistice, Armistice Day? Yeah, and I realized that I said that like five minutes ago, and I did not realize that that was the answer to the fifth question, but yes, that is correct. <laughs> uh, it was renamed Veterans Day in 1954 to honor veterans who died in all U.S. wars, not just World War I. All righty, Camille, for your five questions, you are going to get uh, questions about a famous actress who was born on November 17th, and that is Rachel McAdams. So, are you ready for your five questions? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. McAdams rose to prominence by playing what mean girl? Oh, 
Um, Regina George. That's correct. McAdams played the leader of the plastics in the cult classic film Mean Girls, written by Tina Fey. Question two. In 2004, the same year Mean Girls was released, McAdams starred in The Notebook alongside what other Canadian actor who played Noah Calhoun? Ryan Reynolds? No, it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. <sighs> uh, Josh? Uh, I think this is Ryan Gosling. It's Ryan Gosling. Uh, no. <laughs> the film takes place in South Carolina despite both main actors being Canadian. Question three. In 2011, McAdams starred alongside Owen Wilson in what fantasy comedy film directed by Woody Allen? Hmm, A fantasy comedy film with Rachel McAdams and Owen Wilson. Yeah. Directed by Woody Allen? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. (laughs) Okay, Josh, do you know? Woody Allen is so weird, I have no idea. This is Midnight in Paris. McAdams' character is engaged to Wilson's character in the film. Question four. McAdams played journalist Sacha Pfeiffer in what 2015 film about an investigative reporting team at the Boston Globe? Oh my gosh. Is this the movie about the Catholic Church? Yep. Yep. This is the uh, I one. think I've seen it. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember the name. Uh... I think I watched it in film studies my senior year. Oh, I can't remember the name. I'll have to pass. <laughs> okay, Josh. I think it's called Spotlight. It is called Spotlight. Mm. The film won Best Picture at the 2016 Academy Awards, and McAdams was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. And finally, question five. Known for her environmental activism, in June, McAdams joined Mark Ruffalo and others in calling for what Western Canadian province to end logging in at-risk old-growth forests? Um. Western Canadian province. British Columbia, is that a province? Yep, and that is the correct answer. All right, that's the end of round two. So, Lucas, can you please give us a score update? Yep, at the end of round two, Josh has a little bit of a lead. He's ahead 130 to Camille 70. All righty, now it is time for round three. So, Lucas, can you please explain the rules? Absolutely. Round three is our second general knowledge round. There will be five questions for each player, and correct answers are now worth 30 points. Like in round two, if a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 15 points. Alrighty, Josh, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, question one. What secondary interstate highway is a northern and eastern bypass of Richmond, Virginia? Uh, I think that's I-295. That's correct. Question two. The periodic table has two rows that are generally shown outside of the main portion of the table. One row is called the actinides. What is the other row called? I think that's the lanthanides. That is correct, yes. Question three. What Washington, D.C. research library is the largest collection of printed works of William Shakespeare? Uh, it's the, it's the coffee one, uh, Folger's library. (laughs) I've never heard it described that way, but yes, that's correct. The uh, Folger Shakespeare library, which is located across the street from the library of Congress. Question four, the 1980 album double fantasy was the last studio album released by what artist in his lifetime? Um, I know John Lennon died in 1980, so I'll say John Lennon. 
That's correct. He and his wife Yoko Ono released it on November 17th, 1980, just 21 days before his murder on December 8th. And finally, question five. On November 17th, 1973, who infamously said, quote, I am not a crook? <laughs> uh, that's Richard Nixon. <laughs> that's correct. This was at a press conference at the Walt Disney World Contemporary Resort. The full quote was, quote, I have earned every cent, and in all of my years of public life, I have never obstructed justice. People have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got, end quote. And he resigned less than nine months later. So, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, Camille, are you ready for your five questions? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. Interstate 81 runs concurrent with what other interstate highway from Stanton to Lexington, Virginia? Route 11, Lee Highway? No, it's not Route 11. <laughs> uh, that's not interstate highway, actually. Um, oh. Josh? Uh, I think that's I-64. That's correct. It's a 30-mile concurrency. Question two. In 1983, the Reagan administration announced the Strategic Defense Initiative, a proposed missile defense system, which its critics gave what nickname? I don't know. Okay, Josh? I think they called it Star Wars? That's correct, the Star Wars program. It never really got off the ground to, due to its controversial nature, as well as the fact that it required technology that was not possible in that time. And the Clinton administration dissolved it in 1993. Question three. In 1938, five mountaineers met in the office of Seattle attorney Ed Rombauer to form what outdoor retailer that sells camping and, back and backpacking gear? REI? That's correct, or Recreational Equipment Incorporated. Question four. Which famous scientist proposed the three laws of motion? Isaac Newton. That's correct. Newton's laws of motion, some of the most widely known laws in physics, explain the relationship between an object and the forces that act upon it. And finally, question five. In 1922, Mehmed VI stepped down as sultan after what country abolished the sultanate? Hmm. I don't think this is going to be right. I'm going to say Egypt. No, it's not Egypt. Josh? I think it's the Ottoman Empire. That's correct. This was following World War I. A year later, they became the Republic of Turkey. Alrighty, that's the end of round three. So, Lucas, can you please give us a score update? Entering round four, Josh has 325 points and Camille has 130 points. Now it is time for round four. So, Lucas, can you please explain the rules? Round four is our showdown. Two players will be asked to write down their answers to the same three questions. Correct answers are worth 40 points. All righty, Josh, Camille, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Question one. What is the busiest airport in the United States that does not serve as a hub for Delta, American, or United? All righty. Do we have guesses, answers? Josh? Um. I'm going to say Newark Airport. Camille? Chicago? Um, no, neither, neither of those are correct. Um, this is a McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas, though it is soon to be named Harry Reid International Airport. Um, it is the eighth busiest airport in the U.S. by passenger traffic behind Atlanta, which is a Delta hub, LAX, which is a hub for all three, Chicago O'Hare, which is a United hub, um, Dallas-Fort Worth, which is American, Denver, which is United, 
JFK, which is both American and Delta, and San Francisco, which is United. And it is in the process of being renamed Harry Reid International Airport. The late Senator Pat McCarran, who, for whom the airport is named, was a noted anti-Semite. And so people have been trying to change the name for years. Question two. Serial killer H.H. Holmes, who committed murders in Chicago around the time of the 1893 World's Fair, is the subject of what 2003 historical fiction novel? Josh, do you have an answer or guess? I don't think it's correct, but uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Okay. Uh, Camille? I don't have a guess for this one. Okay. This is Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Uh, it weaves together the stories of Holmes and Daniel Burnham, the architect behind the 1893 World's Fair. And finally, question three. What favorite of Queen Elizabeth I was imprisoned in the Tower of London in 1603 for his role in the main plot against King James I? Do we have answers, guesses? Josh? I think you referred to this person as a him, which throws off my answer. Um, but I'm going to say Lady Jane Grey. No, she was long dead. Long dead by that point. Uh, Camille? I do not have a guess. Uh, this is Sir Walter Raleigh. Um, he was eventually released in 1616 to lead another expedition to the Americas, during which his crew ransacked a Spanish po outpost, violating the terms of his pardon and England's peace treaty with Spain and he was executed in 1618 to appease Spanish. Lady Jane Grey, I believe, was executed in 1553, I think. It was shortly after Edward VI died, because then he named Lady Jane Grey queen, but then Mary I, Bloody Mary, came in and kicked her out and executed her and took power. So there you go. Sir Walter Raleigh was this one. Alrighty, that's the end of the game. So, Lucas, can you please give us the final score? With no points awarded in the fourth round, the final score is Josh, 325, and Camille, 130. Well, congratulations, Josh. You are moving on to the semifinals. Do you have anything that you would like to say? That last round was really tough, but I, I'm glad I made it through. Well, I had to step it up after you, you and Mason breezed through round four <laughs> when you were on a couple of months ago. So I, I appreciate the challenge. Yeah. Well, that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you, Josh and Camille, for being on the show today, as well as Lucas Hauser for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Sophie Wolbert, Caitlin Fick, Matthew Hauser, Lucas Hauser, Mason Cook, and yours truly. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and our Twitter account at Twitter at Trivia Over Tea. Feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week when we'll have our next quarterfinal match and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye.